The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The apostles gathered together with Jesus and reported all they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. People were coming and going in great numbers, and they had no opportunity even to eat. So they went off in the boat by themselves to a deserted place. People saw them leaving, and many came to know about it. They hastened there on foot from all the towns and arrived at the place before them. When Jesus disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, for they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. The Gospel of the Lord. It's a good gospel passage that we have this morning. Um, the scene sets up what um, we'll have in the Gospel of Mark with the feeding of the 5,000. But the passage begins with the apostles returning, the, the apostles who had been sent out by Jesus um, to carry out his mission, to do the things that Jesus was doing, uh, to do that in other towns. As, as Jesus continues his work, they, they extend the mission, they extend the apostolate, um, farther than, than just Jesus, where Jesus is at the time. They, or, or rather, they extend Jesus' presence is through their works uh, to these other towns and villages that they're coming to. And so they've been about the work. They've had success. They're excited about it. They're sharing it with Jesus. They've returned to him. And naturally enough, after working hard, they're tired. And Jesus... Being uh, knowing every one of our needs, Jesus being the son of his father, uh, revealing the father, knowing every one of our needs, seeks to, seeks to meet the need of rest in his apostles. He sees that it's, uh, they've worked and there's a time for rest after work. And so he says, come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. Uh, people were coming and going in great numbers, so they had no opportunity even to eat. So they went off in the boat by themselves to a deserted place. And we get the sense that there's a, this hope of, well, there's going to be some time to re- rest, to relax, to recharge. And, um, of course, this is, this is something that is, uh, I think we can all sympathize with. We can only imagine how the disciples felt. They've, uh, the, the apostles have, have worked hard, and they, they, they're ready for, um, for some time to be at peace, to, to be able to be away from the crowds. And then as soon as they get to the other side, more people. This is probably not what they want. And certainly I can sympathize with what I imagine the apostles would have felt, thinking, what now? Really, I, I just need, I need some rest. I need, I need some time away. But what do we see in Jesus? There's none of that. What does he feel? He feels pity. There's no, there's no self-reference. There's no, Jesus, Jesus has been at it the entire time as well. He's been working the hardest of them all. And yet, there's no self-concern. He simply turns and sees, he's, he looks at the people and he, sees, he looks at them with pity because they are like sheep without a shepherd. And so his, his immediate response, his immediate response is to take notice of the needs of others, both of his apostles, but then of those who are in desperate need of the shepherding that Jesus is offering, and he seeks to meet that need. This is where we see the, the dynamic of, of love. love. Love doesn't hold back. 
Love, where it sees a need, where it sees a need to be fulfilled, it steps forward. It doesn't, it doesn't turn inward, but it, rather it turns outward and lets itself flow forth and be able to build up all those uh, in need. And it's instructive for the disciples and it's instructive for us because, of course, the more we pour ourselves out, the more we're going to realize how insufficient in and of ourselves we are for the task. That we, in ourselves, cannot live up to the task that Christ Jesus has called us to, to minister to everyone that we meet, to look, at, to look out, to look outward, to be always looking through the lens of love, nothing other than love, giving of ourselves. The more that we give of ourselves, the more we're going to feel that there's not enough. I, I've given everything I've had, Jesus, and I can't give any more. And that's where, we, where we, we see, if we continue the passage, that it's, it's at that moment where we feel that we're at the breaking point. We've given all that we have. How can I give any more? How can I give any more of myself? That is where we see... Well, that's precisely where Jesus is at work in us. It's when we come up to the end, when we come up to the edge, that Jesus supplies us. He fills us with, with his power, with his grace, so that he is able to meet the need. It's no longer us who are trying to, it's no, no longer us trying to, by our own power to meet every need, but it's allowing Jesus to work through us. But it's through that, that pouring out, it's through that emptying of ourselves that Jesus is able to come in and to fill us up. And if it sounds uncomfortable, that's because it is. It, I, I can't imagine anybody, uh, especially for parents here, what that feels like. Uh, I, I, or, well, no, let me, let me rephrase that. I can't imagine that it feels good to be going out, pouring yourself out, especially for your children, and realizing that there, more, there's more that's required every time. It's the same sort of dynamic. And it's rarely comfortable. And yet it, it draws us outside of ourselves and it fills us up with the love of Christ and it, it fulfills us. It, it, brings, it starts to open us up to the, to the fulfillment of every longing by pouring ourselves out in love. And so we look to Jesus we look to him in the gospel passage. We look to him on the cross. We see that it's through this self-gift, looking, always looking outward, always looking toward the needs of others, that we're able to be, made, be transformed into people with hearts like unto his, and that we're able, through that acknowledgement of the needs of the demands that love that we as people of love people who are called to be loving and forgiving to extend Jesus's mission wherever we go we know that that's going to drain us we know that that's going to put serious strains on who we are because it's through that work that we're perfected it's through that self-gift that we're made like unto Jesus we are made more and more into the image of him who is the image of the invisible God but it is through this purification, it is through this love. And so we, we, we let that be our prayer. It's, it's that mission-focused prayer. It's that being about the work that Jesus is calling us to, letting him 
pour his love into us, letting ourselves know that we're loved and forgiven by Jesus, it's only in that space that we're able to continue to go out and go to the, go to the edge and let Jesus carry us over so that we're able to bring, extend his salvation, the salvation that we've received in him, and extend his love that brings renewal, that transforming love that transforms not only our hearts, but the hearts of the world so that it's, we're able to start to bring about the reality, we start to anticipate the reality that we pray for every time we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so we offer ourselves through, within, in Christ Jesus, allowing him to fill us up with his body, with his blood, preparing us for the mission, and sending us out, knowing every one of our deepest needs, and supplying us, equipping us for everything that we're called to do in his name.